0: Welcome to Parenting Bites with Rebecca Levy. We talk about the intersection of parenting and technology. Everything you need to know about raising kids in the digital age. This is Parenting Bites. Hi, welcome to Parenting Bites. This is Rebecca Levy, co-founder of kidsviews.com and I'm here in the studio with Amy Oztan of amyeverafter.com. Hello. And Andrea Smith, technology guru gadget. (laughs) <laughs> Extraordinaire. Andrew, no. you test more gadgets than anyone I've ever known in my entire life.
1: It's fun. I know. It is fun. It's really fun. But sometimes I throw them across the room just like everybody else. <laughs> actually, probably more often than not because they should work.
2: Does
0: that make it into the review?
2: Um, is that a rating? A lot of <laughs> threw across
0: the rooms. <laughs> right. Kept it next to me, actually downloaded it and used it or yeah. chucked it across or the room. Or
1: site. if I have to call tech support for help, you can't do this.
0: Ah. Oh, yeah. If yeah. everyone point. needs tech yeah. support, then everyone else is out of luck. So today on the show, we are talking about a new study that came out of the University of Michigan and Boston Medical Center about the cost of using a smartphone around your kids. And we're not talking about the money cost. (laughs) We're not talking about using all your data. (laughs) We're talking about (laughs) the the emotional cost of your children just seeing you buried behind your screen. We talk a lot about kids buried behind their screens, (laughs) but we're going to talk about what it means to be a parent buried behind your screen, um, and then we are going to have our bites of the week. This is a short show this week in celebration of fall.
1: <laughs> Even though we're all in like Crispin. tank tops and t-shirts, Crispin. yeah, yeah. Even
0: no, though it's eighty degrees out today yep. for some reason, thank you, global warming. Um, so let's jump right in to talk about this. Um, you know, it's funny. I found we found the article came on quartz, but it was. A study that was done, like a real behavioral study. Is that study.
2: what QZ is? Isn't it Quartz? I know, no, I'm not questioning you. No, no, I, I never know. bothered I th-
0: to check out what it was. I think that's what it is. Yeah. Ah, Quartz. Um, good site. I like it. I know they they are like a good, the kind of a content farm. I don't know, no. but they like good find aggregator. good stuff. They aggregate it. I like when people aggregate. Forms.
1: And they have original content. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So this was a study. Um, So it's it's funny. you said, before we had smartphones and iPads, parents ignored their children by getting lost in a newspaper story or keeping one eye on the TV. I know. Wasn't that a great lead? Yes. Now parents are distracted by mobile technology more than anything else, according to new research, and consequences are worse. Now, I'll tell you, they didn't talk about the parent who's reading the newspaper, watching TV, and on their phone. That's me. The The (laughs) The multitasker. Multitasker. Now I really don't. I don't even have another eye to look at my children. (laughs) Um, in a recent study of caregivers, child behavior specialists at University of Michigan, Go Blue, and Boston Medical Center found that parents feel their phones and tablets command more of their attention than other distractions in a way that's unpredictable and requires more emotional investment. So as a result, their interactions with their kids suffer. And it says the human brain can't process kids and incoming messages on smartphones at the same time. This is according to scientists. Makes sense. Science. Um, So when you feel compelled to pay attention to work email or news alerts or text messages or a thousand other things that make your phone ping and your children need attention, parents feel internally conflicted. And parents and mothers and dads, they complained of three things. Information overload, emotional stress, and a disruption in their family's routines because of the constant presence of phone or tablet.
1: And yet it's so hard to put it down and turn it off.
0: But you know what's interesting? So... We talk so much about kids and screen addiction in this country, and what are screens doing to our kids, and why are our kids behind? It? And yet, parents are the worst offenders, and are setting the model. Right? You set the model for anything mm-hmm. in your home. Um, but this is really interesting because it taps into the emotion of it that parents are starting to feel. And we've talked about this too: kids having temper tantrums when you take away their screens. Mm-hmm. Obviously, adults are having the same emotional attachment to their kids. And it says they tend to get snappy in response to their kids if their kids interrupt them. Right. When they're – and really, let's be honest, when they're looking at Facebook. Like, these aren't people – you know this what, isn't I, the President of I the United I States think we're talking what about. what
1: happens is you really – you know, if you're looking at a magazine or thumbing through Glamour or Cosmo whatever, you know – You're distractible. You know, it's easy to say, "Hey, I need you," but sometimes, you know, it happens to me. If I'm looking at Facebook, reading a Twitter story, a story that I was I needed to get to, but then I clicked on something and I went down a rabbit hole, and I wanted to make sure I could back out again. And my husband comes and interrupts me. It's it's like, "Go away! I'm in the middle of doing something," but I'm really not in the middle of doing something. It's not important, and I shouldn't say that.
2: Well, and I think that that's an important dividing line because I know that for me. my daughter gets home when I still usually have a couple more hours left in my work day. So she'll be screaming at me, listen to me, you're not listening to my story, you know, when the story is like 20 minutes long and she hasn't <laughs> taken a breath. And I'm like, no, I'm not listening to you. I'm working. You're supposed to be doing your homework. Save it. So I think that we should be careful to differentiate between those times when we really say that we're spending time with our family and those times when sometimes the devices just have to be out and you have to tell your kid Like it's the same as if you were, you know, sitting at a desk shuffling papers around. Like, leave me alone. This is
0: my work time. Right. But working from home is very different. That's not definitely not what this study talks about. This is like Like, in the
2: playground. This
0: was caregivers. Like this was a really in depth group and behavioral interviews they said. And and the kids were under eight, which I thought was interesting. So it wasn't like, like the whole work at home thing is a whole other issue because that's really hard to, for your kids to know that that's what you're doing, mm-hmm. right? Because they're well, seeing a
2: screen. Especially when you work in social media and a lot of the time you are on Facebook right. for work and they're like, you're not working, you're on Facebook. Right. I'm like, I'm getting paid to be on Facebook. But for
0: your normal parent on who has an office job or maybe a stay-at-home mom who's not also working um, or a stay-at-home dad, it is purely looking at news alerts, Mm -hmm. looking at Facebook, looking at Instagram, looking at sports scores. Yeah, shopping, watching videos. Mm -hmm. It's other stuff that we feel compelled all the time to do. Because you can. Because you can. And also because they're under eight.
1: I mean, that is such a look-at-me stage, you know, in the playground. Mommy, Mommy, look at me. Watch this. I can jump this high. I mean, that's when kids want your absolute undivided attention. And if
2: your nose is buried in your phone... It just screams to them, "I'm not important." I'm still reluctant to get. Well, well, I mean, we're going back a ways now, but I was, I was reluctant to give them my attention in the playground because I felt like at the playground, my only job was to make sure that they came out of the playground alive, and anything less than that was for them to deal with. And and so I was when my kids were very young, I was buried in a newspaper, and when they were older, I was buried in my cell phone. You Go play with kids
0: your own age. So <laughs> interesting because for some reason the parents, You're so selfish. The parent <laughs> I, I <remember laughs> reading a newspaper. Always felt different to me than a screen. And I think it's what this article gets at, which when you're reading a newspaper, you do glance up. Mm-hmm. It doesn't hold you're your attention. Yeah, it's the like interactivity. Screen. And the screen draws you in. It draws you in. It sucks you in. It's All of a sudden, your time has gone away from you. An article, first of all, there's a way that a newspaper is structured, that it's like taking your attention from thing to thing. You're flipping through sections. Mm-hmm. It's very different. You're looking up while you're doing it. A screen... It sucks you in, and then there's, like, the things that are on the bottom that now you click on, or this person now has notified you. So not only did someone – are you reading, but then you had three messenger pings went off while that happened, and then maybe someone Twitter alerted you, and then someone commented on your Facebook thing, right. so now you have to go back and And think to
1: about comments. what we say about kids and taking away their screens. You yeah. know, if a kid is reading a book, if they're sitting on the couch reading Junie B. Jones, and you say, hey, it's time to stop, they may say – Oh, okay. Or, oh, can I just get to the end of the page or whatever? But when you say to a kid immersed in the middle of a video game or something that they're doing on a screen, it's a lot harder. And that's what causes those temper tantrums. Right. You're really immersed when you're using a screen. Well, it's
0: addictive. It's and very different. You don't it, ever hear about someone addicted to a newspaper. No. And, and well, I might have been addicted <laughs> to the New
2: York Post when I first moved here. Um, <laughs> I got over it. that's just flipping to page
0: six. Yeah. That's different.
2: <laughs> it minutes. But, you know, by my comments, you might think that I don't think that this is a problem. And it's actually the opposite. I think that this is a huge problem. It's just that I don't tend to have a problem putting it down for things like dinner. So, right. there was a link in this article to Common Sense Media, a site that I absolutely mm-hmm. adore. And they're having this. Um, uh, wait, let me find the exact name of it. What's the hashtag? Device-free dinner mm. challenge. Can you
0: believe they have to do this?
2: That's that was sad. my thinking. I was so sad that that this had to be a thing because, like, that's not even a question in our house. Like, they're Us they're either. not allowed at the table. It's stupid. And for me to actually put in my email address that I was going to take this challenge was so like embarrassing for me I wanted to like write a note to Common Sense Media because I know people <laughs> who work really. there saying it's not really me I don't need this but I wanted to see what was in the challenge package because they give you some stuff and it's so sad it's they tell this I mean if you need this it's an excellent thing for you to get. The sadness is not anything they've done. The sadness is that you need it. That you need it. But good. Do do this. Yes. Change it. You should. You should totally (laughs) click on this and you give your email and then you can download this kit where they they tell you to set up a basket or a bowl in your dining room and they have a sign that you can print out that says devices go here so that everybody puts their devices in there during mealtime. They have conversation starters for you and your kids in case you don't
0: know how to talk to your own children. This is, like, just devastatingly depressing. Well, and you're raising a generation of children who can't converse, like, who don't know my hand in my contact. So I'll tell you, so this is really funny. So we don't eat with my husband every night. He comes home later from work, and we are hungry people. And truly, <laughs> like, if he can't be home by 6.30 to eat, yep. that's too bad. Oh, God. We would never eat with my husband ever. We never eat with After. my husband. So he, he eats with us, you know, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um. So he gets home at seven thirty eight, and that's when he eats. Um. And I could never wait that long to eat. I, I can't. I, I cannot. We do every night. Ugh. I cannot. I my, we, wrote, we would be snacking so much that all we'd all just gain so much weight. And happy happy hours. That's what dinner. happens to <laughs> us. That's exactly what happens to us. So my husband was sitting with us at dinner, like made it home, at, and sticks his phone down on the table. <laughs> and my daughters were like, get that off the table and he's like what like it didn't even because he's not there every night for dinner i'm like "Wait, that's not allowed at the table i'm like get that phone plugged in the kitchen and okay, out to the dining
2: room that's so funny because my kids are not it's not like they're 100 percent on board with this they would love to have their devices at the table it's just not allowed so if my husband did that they wouldn't
0: be saying get that off of there they'd be saying
2: if he can have his phone out then we get to have
0: our phones out <laughs> but it was so funny because it didn't even occur to me that that that's his second nature, right? Like he my husband absolutely is the most addicted person in our family, far and away. Like he looks at his phone walking down the street. He looks hmm. at his phone. he looks at his phone more than any human being I know. Hmm. And it just didn't occur to him. Like cuz cuz he eats by himself every night. I mean, so I it's him his and his phone. phone. I, mean, I, I mean that's have... his
2: dinner companion. <laughs> I have so two sad. meals alone a day and usually the TV is on and I'm eating in front of my laptop. My laptop pe- keyboard is like right. just covered in crumbs it's disgusting so i totally get that but when there are other people around and we're all eating together yeah, yeah. it's not but a question you know what i
1: find i mean if i do if i have lunch in the city alone like if i have meetings and i'm going to get tea or go get something to eat the first thing i do is take out my phone because oh, yeah, that's my companion. Yeah, that's your companion and i think what did i used, it used to, to be do? a cigarette used exactly
2: <laughs> oh for me it used to be a newspaper all the time i, I guess i used or to carry a, a magazine or I a, book a book or something
1: but so last night my husband and i went to a concert this is really interesting. And he's like, he does not look at his phone. I have to remind him, take your phone, take your phone. I want you to have your phone with you. And then he'll take it, and then it's off. You know, like it's not even on. (laughs) Um, And of course, I'm almost like your husband, where I'm constantly checking my phone, or I want to take a picture. I want to check in on Facebook, because we were at this really cool concert at NYU, and I loved being down there. You know, like just all the things you want to do on your phone. And we went to the concert, and I I silenced my phone, and I put it in my pocketbook, and I kept saying oh, my God, I can't check my phone. I mean, it really was a thing. You know, for two and a half hours, I just felt like I needed to check and see is something going on. And for me, it was a really concerted effort not to touch it, which I did, by the way. Thank you very much. And for my husband, it's like he never would have thought to reach for his phone.
0: Right. It's so interesting. You know, there was a post this week. Can you guys see it on Facebook? Um, A mom wrote about shutting off her phone no and then when she realized and she went back like whatever it was three hours later and like she had all these notifications she's like and all of them could wait like yeah she realized yeah. I didn't miss anything like I'm so used to thinking I have to see everything exactly what happens she goes Taking that break, and then when I logged back in, so I had yeah. so you twice as many half an hour and you do notifications. It. But I think like, that's the
1: problem, is there's so much incoming to us that we feel the need yes. to constantly process it so we don't get inundated with all that. Well,
2: I mean, let's take those Facebook notifications, because I get that. You know, I, I, I understand why it seems like a burden when you look at your phone every five minutes and there are ten new notifications, and you're like, oh my God, if I shut it off for an hour, I'm going to have six times that. Right, so who cares? But <laughs> it's not really going to be that. Like, it'll be... You know, five likes on the same thing instead of five separate notifications that you got a like on that thing. It'll be reading seven comments at once instead of going in and doing each of them individually. It's such a better use of your time to only check that stuff periodically. It it just cuts the time down so much.
0: So, my business partner and I had a whole day um, business workshop thing last week. And one of the things the guy that led the workshop, who's, you know, they talk a lot about productivity and all that stuff, he showed his calendar. And in his calendar is blocked off an hour. Like he, it was actually brilliant, and I think this is brilliant for parents. He knows when he's most productive. So I don't mm-hmm. care if it's about an office job, a freelance job or parenting. Mm-hmm. He is most productive in the morning. So he schedules his creative stuff, the things that he needs to do. Maybe it's a proposal, maybe it's you know putting out emails. whatever it is that takes actual real thought and energy is his morning. And it's blocked off. Period. He only takes phone calls for work or other things these afternoons, this slot, because mm-hmm. he has no brain energy left, and that's when he's great on the phone. <laughs> like so, from so he's like he's like from two well, to it's four. it's also distracting. And he to bed, stop and, what you're and doing. When people say, "When are you free?" Instead of being like, "I'm free Wednesday," he's mm-hmm. like, "I'm free from two to four this right. day and this day." Yeah. And that's it. And right. like people have to work around that. Mm-hmm. he's like, and they do. And They're, when does he do email? He has email, it was maybe after lunch, was like email or before lunch, Um, was like getting back, like he'll read it in the morning, not first thing, doesn't turn his phone on first, but like he had everything scheduled. See, that's brilliant. And it was brilliant in checking social media. Because I'll have a list of everything I
1: want to do, but then email starts coming in and I start reacting to the email that's coming in. So he was like,
0: treat yourself like a doctor appointment. Mm-hmm. You have a doctor appointment now that's the time but if you if he plans this out six months at a time and he's like and maybe a conference will come up and I have to move things but this is it like mm-hmm. this is his schedule and sort of like Albert Einstein wearing the same thing every day. Mm-hmm. It's like when this is what it is, you don't suddenly think when can I fit that phone call in when can it That's your phone call time
2: well, I was heading to was talking to the head of a company who said that he finally got his employees on board with the idea that he is going to check his email three times a day at three set times and they will not get anything from him outside of those times and it took that it was an adjustment Mm -hmm. period for them because you know sometimes they just really need things for them but after a few weeks they got into the groove and now he spends like a Maybe a quarter of the time on email that he used to, still doing the same amount of email
0: work. Right. And it's interesting because people say, too, sometimes if you don't answer those emails, the people figure it out. Yeah. Right. Like it gets times, resolved. Yeah. yeah. Gets I, I resolved. think that's a lot of what yeah. goes on with yeah. him. So
1: they'll go yeah. back and find it. Oh, they We should do it out. a whole thing on email resources, like tips <laughs> and tricks for managing your shut email. It up. So, how would a parent? So, the, the question then, getting back to the study, is how does a parent take this and say, okay, I can shut this off and devote my hour in the playground yes. or at the museum or whatever we're doing to my child and give my child uninterrupted
2: attention. Well, airplane
0: th- mode. I Yeah. yeah. The, well, you,
2: you know, I don't even like airplane mode because sometimes you need to be available for emergencies. You know, like if Not I have if you're my. with your kid. I mean, if you have another kid. Then yeah. Yes. Yeah. If, if you have another kid, then you need that phone on. But I think that it's it's. First of all, there are apps that you can use, and we'll list those apps that will, you need this app, Andrea, that'll give you like a timeout from yes, social. where you know need. You can set it for an hour or two yeah. hours or 15 minutes or whatever. But I think more than an outside force, it's just mentally giving yourself permission to have that time. So you can say, I can be here with my kid for this hour because from two to three, I'm going to tell my kid to leave me alone because right. that's when I'm going to do this stuff. It's not just saying I'm not going to do it when I'm with my kid. It's the other side of it,
0: right. so you have and to scheduling. make that strict and tell your kid right now. Look, if you're you're talking under four, like yeah, they're not going to listen. Th- not only they're not going to listen, but they actually really do need your attention. Yeah. Like they need their attention when they need it. You don't want your kid to be needing you all the time. Today. Mommy you scraped m- your m- knee? Mommy come back for a hug. Mommy from can two to fit four. you in at five o'clock today. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you can't be here. I know. Actually, when he put up that calendar, I was hysterical laughing. I'm like, that looks awesome for someone who doesn't have children. Right. Um, and and you know, and he. Uh, is a dad, like, he doesn't have his kids full-time, so, like, he had his kids, like, on a right? slot, on a schedule, oh. you, know? Um, and, you know? And, you know, he was like, well, par- a lot of parents, actually, what they realize is they're most productive in the morning before their kids wake, so mm-hmm. they actually will go to bed earlier, like, that becomes a priority, mm-hmm. and I was like, so then you have no marriage, like, here's right. what you're gonna choose, <laughs> right. like, be a productive person during the day with no marriage, or, but, um, You know, there is something to getting your kids on board, because then your kids don't feel like they're being ignored, right? Like to Amy's point, if you say like, this is it, I'm putting my phone away, I'm all here for you, Mm -hmm. from this time to this time it's just us, we're going to do this, this, and this, but from three to four, like... You're gonna watch it. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right.
1: Or you work it in <laughs> their nap, nap, time, nap time, time or something. Yeah, you, yeah. you figure
0: figured it out during nap time. You figured out what it is, but you you gotta get your kid on board a little bit. But it's also teaching kids. I mean, it's teaching yes.
1: kids how to manage those interruptions and distractions. And, time management. and to give a devoted quality time
0: to time management people. is no joke. Like watching yeah. my daughters adjust to high school like half of high school is just figuring out how to manage your time mm-hmm. so that you can have go to a club or go to a sport or go you know play an instrument yep. and study and see your friends like that's a and lot. clean your
2: room yeah that's, <laughs> that that is not
0: on the list time
2: management okay. used to be my biggest problem and I spent the last year really trying to figure it out and I also discovered that my most creative time is in the morning but I also discovered that if I don't exercise in the morning, it's not going to happen. So I've been trying all these different schedules to fit both both exercise and my really good work time in, and I haven't solved it yet. Dictation while during exercise. Oh, God, no. Oh no, yeah, I can't do no, that. I it. But I just, you know what
1: I did? Instead <laughs> of sitting for half an hour reading the ridiculous email that comes in overnight, processing and deleting and unsubscribing to ridiculous things... I take my I take that to the gym with me and sit it up there on the elliptical mm. and then I go delete delete right, delete 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 yeah get rid of that crap.
2: That makes mm. sense. That's what the bathroom used to be for. <laughs> and then I made this rule. TMI. I was you're not moving much hey. in there. <laughs> Look, I'm I'm not the only person who does this. Let's let's be real here. Um, but then I discovered that I I have a subscription only to the Sunday New York Times. That's it. And I was never reading it. So now that's like. Phone is not allowed at that time. It's only the New York Times. <laughs> so now I'm actually reading the New York Times
0: again on the actual newspaper, but now I need another time I to say, do those stupid emails. I think I've said this probably before on the show because I'm a big believer in it. I do believe that your kids seeing you read a newspaper is yeah. 100% beneficial to them. Yeah, but they don't see me read it in the bathroom. Oh, no, that's different. <laughs> but I do think that is a totally beneficial thing. Seeing you read a yeah. book, seeing you read a newspaper is very different than you reading it on a screen in front Absolutely. of them. They, they assume yeah. you're looking at cat videos because yep. yeah. that's what they're doing. <laughs> so get a physical newspaper, have it in your house for your kids to pick up and see. All right, we will be right back. That was a long <laughs> segue. With our Bites <laughs> no. of the Week.
2: Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at
0: play.it.
1: You're listening to Parenting Bites with Rebecca Levy.
0: This week we are brought to you by Ibotta. Okay, so we've talked about getting deals on things. I feel like we talk about it all the time, like cool things we love for getting deals and money back and... Well cool we apps. Should, I shop a lot. I, Amy shops an awful lot. And you know, your mom, your dad, you are buying groceries, you're buying clothing, you're going you're ordering in, you're picking up food, you're just I feel like I shop all the time.
1: I've started shopping online, like instead of reading in bed, like I think I'm gonna it's, read my Instapapers, papers, I'm shopping. Like
0: looking for shoes. Yeah. So here is a great secret. I bought I B O T T A. I-B-O-T-T-A. This is an app that you can get at the App Store, and here's how it works. Download the app to your phone, it's free. You unlock rebates on Ibotta on the stuff you're already buying. You get real cash back. It's not like some weird, you know, you gotta go here to buy Mm -hmm. it or here to buy it. It is crazy easy to use. You get cash back on your, you can also get cash back on your favorite apps like Groupon and iTunes and for me delivery.com because I'm going to tell you like three nights a week we order we while well, we go out we order in but like delivery.com is our go-to thing and now I can get money back which is making me really happy so grab your phone and download Ibotta right now it's I-B-O-T-T-A it's free from the app store enter in parent as your referral code and you will get ten dollars just for trying it so ooh, ooh. it's not just free it's paying you to become a a user <coughs> come on people 10 bucks download i bought it today that's ibotta enter code parent when you register for your 10 dollars you get cash back every time you shop our producer told us he's been using it for a year and he loved it and he got a 100 bucks <laughs> so i believe patrick <laughs> so check it out let us know i kind of i'm i don't know i'm super psyched i love getting money back i love getting that like check yeah in the mail from different things so check it out ibotta Okay, we are back with our bites of the week, Amy.
2: All right, so Halloween's coming up in a couple of weeks, and um, less than a couple of weeks, like a week and a half. Yeah. And um, my daughter doesn't know what she's going to be yet. And if you're in the same spot, I've got a couple of lists for you. So the first one is from A Mighty Girl, a site I love, and it is Girl Empowerment Halloween Costume Guide. (laughs) Yeah. And then the second one No French Maids. No no sexy anything. And the second one is from Huffington Post Parents. It's fifty-seven Fierce Halloween costumes for girls who rock. And granted, all of the things on this list on these lists can be purchased. But you could also, if you don't want to go that route, I would go that route. But if you don't want to go that route, you can use it as a guide to make your own. So oh, two great I can't lists.
0: Make anything. I love that. That's well, awesome. Someone had a list of like fifteen awesome costumes you can make with a t shirt. I was like, that's the best for me. That I've ever seen.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Anything I don't have to sew is good. Right.
0: (laughs) All right, I'm going to check those out. Sorry, I'm having a coughing fit here. I don't know what's going on. Andrea?
1: So um, you all know, probably, that uh, on my third day in my new house, we had a water leak that ruined my new floors. And I now still have a gaping eight-by-eight hole in my wood floor while they figure out. Still. Still. Oh Still, God. I had company the other night, and they're Hi. like, oh, that's so interesting that you put this carpet here. And I said, look what's under it. Nothing. Um, <laughs> you have to put a cone. <laughs> um, so this could have been prevented. Well, not the water leak, but the damage. So I now have a the Honeywell. could have been prevented, if they well, had a good place. If my <laughs> home inspector had seen the, uh, anyway, the Honeywell Lyric <laughs> Wi-Fi water leak and freeze detector.
0: Oh. I have
2: one of those. Oh. oh. It's awesome. It saved me when my well, washing. Me. It yeah. Okay, <laughs> I, I can. So basically, I can it's a little. This.
1: It's a little device you put. Now I do have a question for you about it, then. But you put it on the on the floor or somewhere in your laundry room or where you're worried about a leak. Mm-hmm. And when it detects moisture, I don't know that it has to actually have water fill it, but it's a moisture detector. Oh, I
2: don't know. Mine was just, it was a it was like a flood from the oh, washing okay. machine. So I don't know what it does for moisture. Well, we'll have
1: to see, you know, if you actually need a torrent of water for it or mm. just moisture, like, oh, there's 100% humidity in the laundry room. Right.
2: Um,
1: but it sends you an alert. So obviously then, you, I, I wasn't home. You can call a neighbor. You can call a friend. You know, if mm-hmm. you've got a smart lock, you send them an e-key. Right. It's really great. Um, um, and you can be alerted to do something about it if you're away on vacation. So I'm completely f- fanatical about turning off the um, switch the, or the lever on my washing machine that turns off the water when I'm done with it. Really? But, oh, because of this leak. You know, oh. I'm just insane about it now. That's smart. But when my son was living home, he would run the wash and always right. forget to turn that off. So this makes me feel much, much safer. Yeah. It sends an alarm. So your experience has I, been... It's been
2: really, really positive um, because we actually, we, we had our washing machine serviced and mm-hmm. then it turns out that the person who serviced it didn't put the, you know, the hose that puts all the dirty water out. He didn't really stick it all the way back down. So the first time we ran the washing machine, the hose came out. Oh. Yeah. Um, so that was great. But I actually need another one because this is really great if you have a place um, where you can get frozen pipes and you're not there a lot yes and like there would be nothing worse than like getting there and finding out that you yeah. don't have that, that your pipes burst yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. and it has so a
1: temperature sensor in it
2: does it i believe it does i didn't realize that i believe oh, that's chi- okay then i i absolutely will have need to get check that one. but
1: i thought it did
2: oh that's so smart yeah because i think our insurance so actually requires that we have some kind of temperature sensor in that house so that would take care of it hmm
0: Cool. Well,
1: Smart. hopefully I will never need to use it. Yes. And I never need to tell you about it. But just knowing that I have Aww. it makes me feel better.
0: Yes, good. that's good. All right, My Bite This Week. I don't know if you guys saw this ad that's going around for chat books. Did you see the ad? I did. The crazy, no. multitasking, insane mom. It's a really funny ad. It's. I, they must just be on social media because it's like four minutes long, which is obviously not an ad. But... um it it was featured in Adweek this week. It is a mom. It's so it's a service called Chatbooks which basically automatically every time i think you get to 60 pictures just creates a printed book <laughs> of your Instagram photos and your But fi- you have to make sure
1: you want those photos. Well it photos. tells you
0: before it sends it. It yeah. said here's what your new book's going right. to look like. Approve or disapprove and it just it's That's eight bucks. That's cool. And it sends you the book. And then you get these. So every month you get a book of all of your Instagram pictures with the comments, with the whatevers, or your Facebook photos of your kids, you know. And you could just say, like, no, no, whatever. But there's no, like, layout. There's no, whatever. And the commercial is so funny because she's basically like, if you're a mom who's like, no layout, this is not for you. (laughs) And it's only Eight bucks a book Yes That's cool Eight bucks a month It's something Yeah it's eight bucks And they're paperback but she shows them, like, and then she builds up, because she's basically like, every time I make a photo book, it's 50 bucks. And so I look at my kids' pictures, I'm like, is that worth 50 bucks No. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like, so... I don't have any photo books anymore. I know. Well, that's, that's, her,
0: that's her whole thing, is that they're all... Who has time to take all these pictures that you're taking and actually print them and make photo and books, except when, for, like, that 5% of parents who do it. Right.
2: And when company comes over, you're not
0: going to, like, hand them a tablet and say, here, look at these pictures. Oh, but yeah. if there's a book my sitting out on the coffee that. table... <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Really? my daughters I'll tell you the other thing is my daughters love looking through our photo albums that we have that are no pictures of them um, but like Same. from before they because there is something about yeah. going over and, and my sister-in-law happens to be in incredibly good at making these photo like she makes a photo book for everything well she's a photographer right i mean my sister-in-law oh your sister-in-law i thought you said your sister No, not my sister my sister-in-law no my sister my photographer sister doesn't make any photo books (laughs) she doesn't have time she's too busy teaching and taking pictures um but my sister-in-law is like like So good about it. She's always making them, and so my in-laws have this whole collection of them from like every summer and every everything. Wow! I haven't even made my daughter's bat mitzvah photo album yet. Like, okay, can I tell you
1: something? My son is twenty-six now, and I still haven't made his bar mitzvah (laughs) photo album.
0: (laughs) They are those proofs are still sitting in boxes. I don't have proofs; they're digital. I have them in the cloud. Wow. So, um, so maybe I'll put them all on Instagram and make all these automatic. I didn't have to do a bar. I didn't have to do a bar
1: mitzvah. So I'm up Sweet the hook. sixteen. I think we should do a segment on um, photo resources. You know, to digitize oh, them, idea. to yes. scan them. And then who Let's to hire? Do that. Who
0: to hire on task? Maybe before rabbits. the holidays. Right? <laughs> um, so, and I will say that is the other thing I learned at my day long workshop the other day was like, no joke. Hire people to do the crap work that you keep saying you're going to do and don't because it is so easy in this economy to do that. It really is. And it's really not that expensive or like give it as a gift to yourself. I'm going to tell you a
1: really great example of that. That could be my second bite of the week. I, I, you know, sometimes I record phone interviews or often for to write a story. And there was one interview I did with a company that went on and on and on, and it, it was like a half-hour audio mm. clip, and I just couldn't find the time to sit down and transcribe it. And I finally found this girl who was helping me with my website, charging me a nominal fee to do that, you know, very affordable, and I said, "This will take you one hour. Can you do it?" And honest to goodness, in less than an hour, she right. transcribed so the entire interview for me. Best
0: thirty bucks you ever spent. Yep.
1: Not even. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, um, so I would. I'm, I'm definitely at the point where I'm ready to pay someone to like yeah. just do that album. Oh, All right. So let's let's plan on that. But anyway, check out. We'll link to have a link to this ad. This we'll embed it on our Facebook page and on our our website. It is so funny because it's not the usual mom commercial where she's like so hairy to kid it's actually like I'm kind of harried but it's like I'm doing this crap and that crap and this and like she's not like super sweet with her kid you know? <laughs> but it's not so much that it feels fake it's mm, just right. like a general just normal, like right. who the hell is time for this like nobody so it's good. Um, that's it for this week thanks Amy you're welcome thanks Andrea see you guys next week yeah. maybe next
2: week it'll actually
0: feel like fall <laughs> you can check us out on facebook.com slash we'll have links to everything we talked about on our Facebook page and also on parenting bites.com um, you can find us on play.it where you can find parenting bites and all the CBS podcasts and on iTunes download r- subscribe share comment Rate, rate, review. So many things you can do on iTunes. It's exciting. Or hire someone on TaskRabbit to (laughs) To do do it for you. you. (laughs) Um, But it definitely helps us get found in the App Store. We don't know why or how, but that's what everyone says, and we're sticking with it. Until next week, (laughs) happy parenting.